0: That's ixl.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a leader and not just a manager of a to-do list. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Your to-do list is a hungry monster that is never satisfied. For the last year and a half, I've helped principals get awards, get promoted, and find the time to do the work that really matters. I recently opened a new mastermind slot. Schedule a call with me and let's overcome the stressed and isolated principal position together. Go to the show notes for this episode at TransformativePrincipal.org and click schedule a call with Jethro. Thank you to our sponsor, Can Do You. CanDoU helps busy principals create the school culture they've always dreamed of through motivational speeches, engaging videos, and leadership camps that are packaged together for schools that want to see real change. Go to CanDoU.us slash Jethro to schedule your call today. And if you sign up before the end of the summer, you'll receive a big, huge TV for your lobby to recognize all the amazing things that your students are doing every single day. That's can C-A-N-D-O, the letter U, dot U-S, slash Jethro.
1: Hi, I'm Dan Krinas from the Leader of Learning Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure to check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three Two, one.
0: I would like to shift gears just a little bit and start talking about the work that you're doing with Heather Staker right now. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. I mean, what we're doing is Acton Academy, is, which is an incredible model. It's a private school. As you know, two parents, Jeff and Laura, put this together for their students, and its popularity is just exploding. And they have. In fact, I read in email communication today, they have over 8,000 application inquiries from people or groups who would like to start their own Acton Academy. And this is worldwide.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It is. And so to approach this, they would love to share this idea, but they definitely want anyone using this idea and trying to replicate their model to understand exactly how it works and to be well-informed, and so as they sort of approve partners, they've decided they need to put together a good toolkit for their new owners. They're becoming so popular so fast, and they have so many wonderful processes and ways for facilitating the success of these schools, so we're putting together a toolkit, basically. We're taking all of that wonderful information and material that they've already created and organizing it, for their benefits. So as they approve and allow new owners to move forward, they'll have this wonderful toolkit to turn to.
0: Yeah, that is pretty cool. Now with that kind of a model, again, if you have not, if you don't know about Acton Academy, I encourage you to go back and search for Jeff Sandifer on transformativeprinciple.org and learn more about that model because it really is amazing. And what I love about it is that it takes the the whole element of control, which is what so much of education is based on and just basically takes that away and empowers the kids to really be the ones who are driving the learning that is happening. And they're driving the culture, they're driving the learning, they're driving so much in the school. And it's, it's just an amazing, inspiring model because kids actually rise to the occasion. And so replicating something like this could be challenging because it takes a lot of work to set up an environment where kids feel safe and able to rise to the occasion. And so how do you create that where even in your high school principal experience, how do you make it so that kids don't just blow off the requirements and play video games all day?
1: You know, that's a good question. And I'm excited that you asked that because it's something I wanted to talk about in the act and model that's you know on steroids and it's so fantastic to watch because these kids rise to the occasion and in a traditional model of education we've removed all that power for it from them so we can't all be act academies which is why i'm really grateful for what you said that you are inside the traditional system trying to bring out change and that does have to happen When you have the opportunity to transform a learning environment, the first thing that you want to do is think in terms of empowering the students. And it's not something that we do in a traditional model. We tell them when they're going to learn, what time they're going to learn, what they're going to learn. You know, we control that they have to be quiet and listen. And now they have a few minutes to work together. And we just really control the whole situation in a lot of ways. It kills their love for learning. I've seen that in my own kids. Not entirely. I mean, it's hard to kill the entire love of learning when students are passionate about a subject, but it often kills their their love of learning and their excitement to get up every day and learn something new. So you need to empower students. And that's what we tried to do at Career Path High is provide this wonderful pathway that was a choice because charters are a choice that they could come to. And not only that, but we would give them a lot of control over moving through their courses and getting assistance from their, their teachers and, you know, when and where they were doing that and when it worked best for them. There are always parameters. So that brings it to how do you keep them from just doing video games all day? Well, there's a lot of things you can do. And, you know, I could drill down into lots of details, but I'm going to move on to the next thing. So number one, empower and number two, set up processes for accountability students have to have accountability and they have to learn that there are consequences they also have to learn that it's okay to fail as long as you're failing failing forward and you even need to have that attitude as an administrator in a new model of education you're going to fail and it's okay as long as you're picking yourself up and you're iterating so you have to also show students how to do this. And some of the things that we did is every student had a success coach that they met together once a week. And at the beginning of the year, they set long-term goals and short-term goals. And then weekly, they had to be responsible to come to their success coach and tell them, here's how I did in my weekly goals. Here's how far ahead or how far behind I am. Here's where I went wrong. And now here's what I'm gonna do this coming week. And so each week was, you know, a reset to uh, evaluate how you're doing. Why are you falling short? Where are you getting tripped up here? What's working? And of course, there are consequences to your actions as well. So you might lose privileges. Our students who got off pace could no longer be in their college program. So those programs, those are uh, also like blended learning The student moves at their own pace and they're competency based. And so you actually can stop and start. So for our high school kids, when they got off pace, they were out of their program until they got back on pace. If they got off pace to a certain level, then they had to, they had required time to be coming in and working with their teachers. So it was no longer the freedom, I've, I can work when and where I want, but rather, no, you've got specific times that you're scheduled to be in here so that we can get you caught up. So accountability is really, really important. But at the same time, accountability, they have power over, right? You are in charge of your own destiny, and we're going to give you parameters. So that would be the third thing that I would bring up is empower, accountability, and then support. You have to have really good support systems in place for these kids. They're learning. They've never approached learning this way. And so I referenced the success coach. That's one of the supports they have. But we had a lot of processes in place uh, to also help them to stay on pace, to set their goals, to have direction. And we were very involved, very much three legs of the stool, students, parents and school and school being administrator and teachers. We were all working together with a lot of transparency, a lot of communication. I mean, a tremendous amount of communication. Sometimes we'd have new parents and they would be like, oh my goodness, stop communicating with us. I'm hearing, I'm getting phone calls from the teacher, the counselors contacted us, the principal. And we say to them, we never apologize for bothering you with communication. (laughs) That's how we operate here. So the the three legs of the stool, the support system, and then finally, you need to give kids something to be excited about in their pathway. It kind of comes back to that control thing and empowerment. For our high school, we were a college pathway. An applied technology college pathway where they had 30 different programs to choose from. And in our model, it was an expectation that you would choose one of those pathways and that you would have your certification by the time you graduated. So you could be, you know, a certified diesel mechanic, be certified in one of the many IT programs, welding, plumbing, you name it, all of those opportunities there. And I will tell you, Jethro, that we had a tremendous amount of at-risk kids come to us. By at-risk, I mean academically at-risk, coming to us as juniors and seniors, way off track on credits for graduation. And so we were having to get them back on track, but the incentive of being in these college programs often is what got them to focus and get back on track. And then once they were in the program, they didn't want to have the consequence of being pulled out. And you saw this light come back on. They were so excited. They now saw a purpose for learning. They looked forward every day to going to that program and understanding that I'm creating a future for myself. I'm really accomplishing something tangible. Now school makes sense. OK, now I'm going to focus on my high school classes as well, because I love my program and I want to be successful in my program. So, you know, kind of those four things there are, are really game changers for students.
0: Yeah. You know, Robin, that is that is so awesome that you're you're saying that. Number one, empower students. Number two is set up processes for accountability Number three, have support in place. And number four, give them something to be excited about in their pathway. And so I think I could probably spend, you know, an hour talking about each one of those things, but I know we don't have that kind of time. But I I love that first, you're talking about empowering kids. And then second, you're providing accountability. But accountability, like a success coach and setting goals, that right there is a huge piece of accountability that... If they develop a good relationship with that success coach, then that for most kids, I imagine, is all the accountability that they need. Am I not accurate in that?
1: Yeah, it really worked well um, because even though the success coach technically knew everything about them, they knew exactly where they were and how they were doing. It was a forced reflection process so that the student actually has to come to them every week reset their goals, be accountable for what they accomplished, and talk together with their success coach on, you know, what are my strengths? What are my shortcomings? What could I do to be better? I want to be here at this point in time. Will you help me set up a, you know, a way to get there? And that success coach also had constant communication with their parents. You know, just having that in place is is a game changer. You're absolutely right. It's, it's part of that then support system. And we also created learner profiles so that we were really cued in to what was going on with our kids. Yeah, and
0: and the reason that I'm excited about the accountability from a success coach is that I do these masterminds with other principals all over the country. And if you're interested in that, go to transformativeprinciple.org slash mastermind and you can learn more about that. But that is essentially the piece that we have in that group is that we set goals every single week about the kinds of things that we want to accomplish. And the growth Robin that I have seen from these principles who are part of that with me is just incredible. So I say that doing the podcast for me is like learning in dog years. And I believe that that's what these principles are going through as well in the mastermind because they're having that accountability. And so nobody wants to come to the next meeting and say, I didn't accomplish my goal. And honestly, that is a huge push. People still don't accomplish their goals sometimes. And that's that's all right. We can survive that and live with that. But what's really amazing is how powerful it is when they do and the kinds of things that they can make happen because of that. So, for example, one teacher at the beginning of the year said that she was going to set a goal to post on their school Facebook page a certain number of times in the next week. And that was something that we had talked about over the summer. And she had this plan to do it. And I connected her with uh, Missy Emler, who does a lot of social media stuff uh, in education. And she did that. And then at the end of the year, she had an award from her district for being a stellar communicator. And so instead of being in this Title I school that gets no love and no respect, she not only increased her literacy scores by a significant amount, but also made sure that people knew about the great things that were going on in her school and then was recognized in her district for doing that. And like, there are so many of these kind of stories where just having that accountability is so vital Absolutely. and even it, it's just awesome. So
1: I like the recognition as well that you just brought up that she, she was recognized. It wasn't part of your process per se, but that she got that recognition And that's something that you need to make as part of the accountability as well. We did this. We had several programs where we were recognizing the students in various ways for their successes and not in always the typical way, right? You don't always have to be the straight A student to get recognized effort and other things. Also, you need to recognize and celebrate the wins and the successes. So I I love that you've got that same example of your uh, educators Doing the same type of thing that I'm talking about doing with the students.
0: Yeah. And if we start giving that opportunity to the students, how much more wonderful is school going to be for them? That's just going to be incredible. I know it's just about time to wrap up. But uh, the last question that I have is, what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative leader like you?
1: Collaborate with your team whether you start an ongoing process or you just do it one time and see how it goes, expand your level of collaboration. At Career Path High, we were all about collaboration. First, we did it twice a week uh, as a team. On Mondays as success coaches, we put our heads together on all of our students. And on Fridays, our so-called faculty meeting was really just a tremendous amount of collaboration, whether we were trying to hone skills or learn new tools or talk about how we needed to iterate processes, but bring your team to the table with collaboration and respect in the same way that you want students to learn how to collaborate and respect each other. But this changing the culture of moving away from top-down dictating on how things are gonna happen, but coming together as a collaborative team, which is how so many of our companies and industry work today is we problem solve together. Respect your teachers and your counselor and even, you know, the office person because they know so much about the student. Bring that team together to collaborate on those students and to talk about what's working and what's not working.
0: Yeah. And honestly, Robin, a real challenge to that is finding the time to do it. And I would just encourage those who are listening to say, I'm going to make the time and I'm going to move other things away so that we can have the time to do that because that is so So important. Robin, how do people connect with you, learn more about you and what you're doing and, and work with you? Where do they need to go?
1: Well, you can go to my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bagley. Anytime you can see what I've done there and you can connect and talk to me there. You could also email me at Robin Bagley, UT at gmail.com. Happy to communicate with you that way.
0: Awesome. And you can get links to that at the show notes at transformativeprincipal.org. Robin, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle.
1: It's been a pleasure, Jothro. Thank you for having me.
0: Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments?